He was drinking out of the toilet. Malcolm. Malcolm. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Hello. Hey, friends. How are we doing? I'm good. Are you? I'm pretty good. Nice. How are you guys? Nice. Yeah, I hope that I... I hope it was a good response. I hope that, I, yeah, I hope that was Because if they're like, what if they're like, I'm bad, and I'm like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down bad. <laughs> if that was you, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, if that was you, you're not going to want to tune in. Because, <laughs> I'm sorry, this episode's going to be a downer. Maybe check, Katie, out one of the, maybe check out one of the spook sessions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or literally any other episode. Any. <laughs> Aside from the Derek Robbie episode. Don't listen to that Don't one either. Listen to that one. <laughs> Don't listen to that one. Don't listen to this one. Um, but if you want to listen to this one, we don't have anything to talk about, so I'm just going to jump right into it with my trigger warnings. Oof. So, this case, I don't want to call it a case, because it's, eh, I ain't. This episode is going to consist of many, many, many pretty gruesome details, which I personally have no issue with, because I... I'm interested in that stuff, but if you're not, that's okay. That's valid. But this one's not going to be for you. Elena, you have to listen. See, you guys will get brain bleaches. Yeah, you don't. (laughs) I don't. I get to look them up afterward. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's okay. um, We're good. Yeah, we'll be fine. So I do want to cover some content warnings really quick. We're going to be discussing rape and sexual assault. Gruesome details, like I mentioned, mental health issues just as a whole, and then it's just it's just a downer. It's oh. a little sad, but silver lining, it is a survivor story. I will say that right off the bat, so that'll keep you going. And she's a baddie, and mm-hmm. we love her. Love respectfully, she's a baddie respectfully. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have anything you want to say? Um, <clears throat> no. I think I think maybe just that we we look at this type of stuff differently, so don't take our reactions out of context. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, that's uh that's a good one. That because goes just for any episode. <laughs> I know that between me and Katie, like whenever we we talk about stuff like this, like we're like, I would rather die. I yeah, would rather not go through it. I will say right now, this situation, I would rather die. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So like I don't don't we're not being insensitive. This is just how we. Ch- this is just how we view it. That's just yeah, how we yeah, view it. Yeah. I think. I think we'll do fine. Yeah. I think. And and we'll get into it. We're gonna do it. We're good. Yeah. So with that being said, we're just gonna go right into it. So um, I watched a documentary. I be- it was on Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it. It was about an hour long. It's named Allison. Um, it is the woman that this story case event happened to her name is Allison Mm -hmm. and she is in it and I'm like that's cool she's funny I like her I'm just putting it out there I like her we stand Allison (laughs) we do already and she was she was she was making some jokes in the in the little documentary so go watch that and that's the girl who survived yes she's she's making jokes about it yeah then I feel like we can make jokes about it too you know yeah okay okay she she's like I said she's a baddie respectfully so yes um Allison the documentary Allison did also write a book titled I Have Life 
I personally did not read it. I would like to. I just, you know, didn't have time. Mm -hmm. So that's out there as well. And the woman that introduced this case to me was Sherilyn Dale, I believe is her name, on YouTube. She's she's pretty cool. I Mm -hmm. like her. She's real cute. So another little precursor before we start. This is a South African case. Just just bear with me. I'm trying real hard, okay? Mm -hmm. I wrote out pronunciations, like, to the best of my ability. So, (laughs) yeah. So, it is early December 18th, like, super, like, still dark out early, Mm -hmm. 1994 in Port Elizabeth, South Africa. A 20-year-old veterinary student was vacationing in Port Elizabeth. He was driving, doing his thing, vibing, you know, driving around with his friends, Mm -hmm. and... They stumble across something in the road. And they're like, what the fuck? So they, like, pull over and they get out of their car and they see a bloody woman with no clothes just laying in the middle of the road. Stop! Yeah. Just laying in the middle of the road. So he, which we'll get into his name and everything later, um, he runs out of his car and is like, what the fuck? Someone, like, call 911. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's what it is in South Africa, but you know what I mean. Um, so he runs to her and he takes her hand. And he just looks into her bloodshot eyes and, you know, trying to be the medical professional he wants to be. He's trying to get her to stay awake and everything. And he just keeps talking to her about her eyes. He just keeps saying, you've got nice eyes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so sweet. Um, and he gave her his shirt and he started, like, working with her to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. So one of them had a cell phone. So they called emergency services. And it was about 15 minutes from the hospital. So she couldn't speak at the time. But that was Allison. Her name is Allison Botha, or Bota. I've heard it pronounced both ways, but I'm just going to call her Allison. So, Allison was born on September 22nd, 1967, in Polokwane, Limpopo, South Africa. She was born to Brian and Claire and grew up with with her older brother, who was older than her by 18 months, and I could not find much about her childhood, honestly. She has since, like, come out and been like, you know, I was a super average kid. I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. I didn't really have aspirations in life. (laughs) So, so she was just kind of like, yeah, I was just like a normal kid. Gotcha. I think that's, you know, pretty cool. So, she, um, lived with her mom and her brother for the most of her childhood. Her parents divorced when she was around 10. So, she lived with her mom and her brother. And after she graduated high school from a girls' school, she went to a kind of like a secretary like program I guess yeah. to learn how to do secretarial work and then she went and overseas for four years and traveled and did her damn thing right right she was she was killing it mm-hmm. like God living the dream so at the time um, of this event it, we are in Port Elizabeth South Africa it was December 18th 1994 like I mentioned in the yeah. beginning. She was working as an insurance broker. She was 27 at the time. So I don't really know what an insurance broker does, but I know she wasn't, like, she wasn't, like, thriving. She was like, okay, this is just my job. So her and her friends were just chilling. They went out to have some drinks, and then they went back to Allison's apartment. So they had pizza and drinks, as you do. Mm -hmm. And then one friend was like, all right, I'm going to go home. I'll walk. Like, I'll go walk. You know, I'll walk home. And Allison was like, girl... Sit down. Yeah. I'll drive you. No, not about to do that. Right. So she drives her friend, um, takes her home. <clears throat> Sorry. And she gets her laundry from her friend's house. So I'm kind of assuming that 
Allison didn't have, like, a washing machine, so she just used her friends, which is, you know, fine. Yeah. But she grabs her laundry, and she makes her way back to her apartment. And her normal spot that she usually parked in, which was close to her apartment, wasn't available, so she had to park a little bit farther. Mm -hmm. Um, So when she is grabbing her stuff out of her car, right, she's, you know, getting her laundry, she all of a sudden feels a knife at her throat. And, no. and a voice that says, move over or else I will kill you. So she moves over. Obviously. As you would. Um, so I'm going to go throughout this entire me telling of this event. I'm going to be using a lot of direct quotes because she does talk a lot about it in the documentary I mentioned. And I just, why the hell wouldn't I put direct quotes from her? Because she lived it, you know? Right. So we've got a lot of direct quotes coming. But she says in the movie, um, I hadn't locked my car doors, but I didn't want to believe the worst, so I chose to believe the best. So he said he didn't want to hurt her. Um, he just wanted to borrow the car. My, and then he was like, my name is Clinton. Do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> Clinton? Clinton, first question. Do you have a boyfriend? Oh. What the hell? So, as they're driving along, she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, boyfriend? And all of a sudden, he pulls over. So, a second man gets in the back seat. And Allison said in the, said in the film that she caught, her, or caught his eyes in the rearview mirror, and she saw nothing but cold, dead, and evil. Bruh. <laughs> this is, this is oh. an example of me laughing out of pure discomfort. No. Oh, boy. Anyways, so that was the moment that she realized she was not going home. Oh. Yeah, no. That's a scary That's, yeah, I was about to say, that's horrifying. That, yeah, yeah, and it just gets worse. So, they're driving farther and farther from her home um, into darkness, into these, like, lonely, dark streets. So, Clinton pulls over and asks, are you going to fight? This is going to be my first trigger warning. Oh. We're going to take a deep breath, collectively. We're all going to... Okay, you ready? You ready? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one, guys. All right. All right, we're ready. So, after he asks her, are you going to fight, he then forces her to give him oral sex, and then he does the same to her, and he's, like, saying gross stuff to her. Like, oh, God, he's the worst. I'm sorry. And this is another precursor. I will be laughing at him. Yeah. Because he's a fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Just putting it out there. I hate him. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. Hate so him. I will be laughing at him and his stupid ass insecure <laughs> self. Okay. <laughs> Just putting that out there and I will not apologize for it. Oh my God. <laughs> but anyways, this nasty ass dude is really playing into like this boyfriend thing. Yeah. And he's like, does your boyfriend do this to you? And then he's like, do you like it? You taste good and all that shit. And like biting her and kissing everywhere. And she's just like, can you stop? Like, (laughs) can you not do that? And, you know, then he raped her. Yeah. This other guy, (laughs) sorry, this other guy's also a bitch and I hate him. Mm. He comes over and like knocks on the window. I was like, Franz or Franz. And then she was like, oh, your name's not Clinton. Hmm. Interesting. Mm, yeah. So now she's like, Franz. Franz asks this other guy, 
Do you also want to have sex with the lovely lady? The guy in the back seat? The, the second guy. Yeah. Oh. And then he goes, <clears throat> we later find out his name is Tien's, so mm-hmm. Tien's from this point on. Tien's responds, no, I want to fuck the bitch. And then Franz has the audacity to say, you can't speak to her like that. She is a lady. You must speak properly to her. Fuck you. First of all, that is so, that's such a fucked up moral code. Oh my God. We will save that for a you later You cannot discussion. say that shit You can't her, say you want to fuck her. <laughs> but I just, I just essayed her. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? In the backseat, you In, know? Oh my God. What the fuck is wrong God. with my friends? That is so weird. It, so fucking weird. But yeah, Tien's then rapes her too. Allison, after this point, didn't remember much else. So she, this, I'm going to put in another trigger warning. Um, she is later told that they stabbed her roughly 37 times in the lower pubic and stomach region. And then Tien's, and Elena, you guys can't see your, 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 your mouth is open. It, it's just going to get worse. I'm just letting you know. So Tien's then grabs a knife and stabs and slices her throat for the first time. The first time? The first time. And... Then they they stab her throat a total of 17 times. And then the two men get in their car and drive away. And they throw her clothes out the window. And they just leave her there. Oh my god. Let's take a moment of silence for that one. Hi friends. This is Katie with your brain bleach. Did you know that your fingernails on your dominant hand grow faster? I personally didn't know what to do with that information, so there you go. Enjoy. So, Allison then is saying later, after the fact, she goes, Although I wasn't in any pain, the sound of my breathing through my severed windpipe was horrifying. She said after realizing that she was going to die, she literally left her body. And once the noise stopped, she she described it as like sitting there looking at herself, and then she was like, hmm. No, I want to live. So then she... (laughs) Yeah. So then she makes that choice and is like, no, I'm going to fight this. Wow. Yeah. Um, So after that whole realization and everything, she decided to write their names, friends and Tien's, in the sand next to her um, in case she didn't make it. So she would at least give them something to go with. Yeah. And then she wrote, I love mom. Oh, yeah. that one hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is going to be kind of my last warning. This is where the gruesome aspect comes into play. If you're still listening, just expect that. And if you're not, and if you if you choose to not listen, that's totally fine. I get it. This okay. has been enough. We'll get you. We'll get you later. Yeah. But this is going to be the last warning. So you have been so warned. So from here on out, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you've been warned. (laughs) So once she was coming to, um, and, you know, after she made that choice that she wanted to live and fight this, she realized that her intestines were by her legs. So she was like... Yeah, she was like fully disemboweled. Disemboweled. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I have to say this. Imagine 
imagine going through all this, right? Deciding you're going to lay and you wake up and you're, you're disemboweled. I'd lay right back down. <laughs> With I'm all due so respect, sorry. Allison. I am so very sorry. You're the strongest person I've, oh, I've ever oh, heard me. of. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I would say, all right, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> Never mind. This is what we meant earlier oh. when we make jokes. <laughs> Never mind. No. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So, and like I said, it gets worse. Oh, no. This is not it's even bad. the worst part. Okay. okay. All right, we're good. So, after she realized she was disemboweled, she saw her shirt that they threw out of the car, and she was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll grab that. Sweet. So, she grabs the shirt. Yeah. Um, and decides that she wants to use this to hold her organs in. She's holding her organs in her body with this shirt. Oh. Uh-huh. So she starts crawling through the sand and the dirt. Organs and all. Yeah. She also said that there was at some points broken glass. Oh. Which I just wanted to put in there. Yeah. So she's, she's doing the thing. Yeah. Um, and she was like, mm, this is not working well. I'm going to walk. Oh. So... I'm warning you now. Oh, okay. So she manages to stand up. And then she reaches, like, towards her throat. Yeah. And she realizes that her neck wounds were so bad that they severed the muscles in her neck and her head just bent straight back into her shoulder blades. No. Like, straight up to the sky. She was like, I saw black. She saw the fucking sky, dude. I'm telling you, I would lay right the fuck back down. I could not do this. No! <laughs> I would simply not. Okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah. So, after she realizes her head is literally just... The word she used was flopped. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see what I just did. <laughs> but it's just flopped back there. So she, with one hand on her stomach... I'm, I'm kind of acting yeah. out as we speak. So, with her hand on her stomach, the shirt, okay. she... Pulls her head up. <laughs> oh no. And is holding it there and walks to the street like this. Hold, literally fusing her body together because it's fucking falling apart. I truly cannot believe how pain works, bro. Oh, and she, she said she didn't feel any pain. That's what her, I'm saying. Yeah, incredible. Absolutely incredible. So yeah, she somehow, while, you know, holding her head yeah. up and all of her organs in... She made it to the road, and then she fell. Rightfully so. <laughs> Stop it. At this point, she was like, well, what the fuck? Am, am I going to get hit by a car? What right. are you going to do? You know? <laughs> like, um, she literally said that in the movie. She was like, what's the worst thing that can happen? <laughs> so she makes it to this road, and then she sees a car coming, yeah. like the headlights, and she's like, oh, I swear to God, if this is friends and Tien's. <laughs> she said she thought that they came back. Fuck. But then the car slowed and just drove away. And she has come out and been like, I don't blame them for that. And I think that speaks so much to her character for not blaming someone for not pulling. Because, girl, let me tell you, if I saw, well, I don't know. If I saw someone, no, no organs, head back, fuck. what the fuck would you do? Girl, I don't even know. We'll we'll chat we'll, about we'll that. We'll chat about that one. We've later. got lots of things to talk we'll about. Chat guys. about that one later. But 
I don't fucking blame blame that person for driving off. Oh no, that had to be an, have been a terrifying sight. Oh, if they yeah. even realized, because it was dark, you know, they might have not even noticed. Yeah. Anyways, but here come this. This is where we started. You know, the vet student. Yeah. This vet student is now a doctor. Um, Doctor Tian Ildard. Illard. Illard. Doctor Tian Illard. Illard. Well, it's one of those. Okay. Um, he's, he's great. He also came in the documentary. So, like, you can hear these first-hand accounts. Awesome. 10 out of 10. So, they stumble upon Allison, call the police, and they're just waiting there. And he's, like, just trying to keep her alive at this point. And 40-plus minutes go by. Yeah. Remember, like, the hospital is only 15 minutes away. So, they're like, what the fuck is Uh taking so long? Like, what, what don't y'all understand? You know? Right. So, they're annoyed as hell. But eventually, the paramedics arrive. And he goes with her to the hospital, oh, like in the like in the back of the ambulance and everything. Yeah, I love them. They don't get married or anything. Oh, okay, but I almost wish they did. But that's really that's really sweet. That he, speaks to his character. Oh, oh yeah, oh These yeah. Just two and great people. Just fucking met. Yeah. God, thank God too. Yeah. Thank God she had him. And um, this is a little side note, but Tian Illard, Doctor the. He actually later came out and was like, no, she changed my life path. Like, I didn't want to be a vet anymore. I wanted to become a doctor and a surgeon. So he did. And I just, yeah, he's like, she impacted everything about my life. And I just, we'll talk about it, but I just think that's amazing. But, yeah, so they're on the way to the hospital. And he felt the need to ask the driver to go faster. Because they're not going fast enough. He was like... It's almost as if they were like, oh, she's going to die. So we're not going to do all that. And I'm like, what the fuck? That is so fucked. So fucked. <sighs> Drive at least the speed limit. Come on now. Yeah. You fucking dicks. Yeah, come on. <laughs> anyway. At least try. At least pretend. Yeah. <laughs> so they get to the hospital and they rush her off to doctors and surgeons and Tian waits at the hospital for her. Um, so doctors begin working with her. Her two doctors that were pretty heavily mentioned were Dr. David Common and Dr. Dmitry Angelov. It's a cool last name, just saying. Um, so I'm going to go into the injuries a little bit deeper now. But Dr. David Common described her injuries as her neck was sliced from ear to ear. Her trachea was cleanly severed. And she was breathing through a hole between her collarbones. Because her neck was just gone. That whole fucking time? Yeah. Um, so after they, after he, like, assessed her neck injuries, because, you know, you see that and you're going to want to assess it, he moves to her abdomen. So the junior doctor that was assisting pulled the sheet back, and he, Dr. Common saw her part of her small intestines were just like chilling sitting on her tummy oh and in case you don't know how human anatomy works that's not how it is (laughs) your intestines are not supposed to be on your tummy (laughs) your insides should be inside (laughs) precisely precisely not outside that's the simplest way i can explain it (laughs) and um that's not how they work (laughs) so he says everything is quote grossly contaminated with beach sand, charcoal, and what looks like lamb chop fat. I don't know what, what that means. Fuck? I don't know what that means, but that is what he said. <laughs> oh, 
So, that is so specific. Yeah. S- specifically lamb chops. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so they move, like, everything around, and they get a closer look at all of the injuries. And yeah. they're like, mm, she will never be able to have children if she could even get pregnant. Just because of the extent what of all happened, those injuries. Yeah. Um, so they figured out, you know, like, who's going to do the surgery. And Dr. Common takes Dr. Angelov out in, like, the hallway or whatever, and they're just chatting about it. And then Dr. Angelov sees Allison through the window, like the hospital, you know, like how hospitals have those windows outside the rooms. And he sees her signing the consent form to like do everything. And she signed it so well that you wouldn't know her body was literally outside of her. Mm -hmm. You know, he, and this, I have this quote bolded because it touched my heart. He said, I was amazed. People with such strength are difficult to find nowadays. Yeah. Which again, just I'm gonna be driving it in, guys. Like, really speaks to her character. So fucking strong. Like, oh my god, so and strong. Th- this isn't like this isn't even the start of her battle. No. Like this is what happened to her. Yeah. Oh, she's incredible. I love her. Um, but yeah. So Dr. Angelov then performed hella surgeries oh, yeah. on Allison, and he had to clean each and every area, each and every part of all of her intestines and everything like that. And he did so like so meticulously. Um, and he just, he, he did an incredible job. Um, can't just hose it down. <laughs> no, 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 you gotta take, you gotta take those little squirty bottles. Uh huh. Everything. Every oh. little thing. One grain of sand can fuck you up, girl. Oh yeah. Uh, I truly surviving that and then dying from infection. No, dude, refuse. No. Oh but the fact that she didn't. Yeah. Like, goddamn, this, this is just too much for me. <laughs> but, um, then Dr. Angelov, after the fact, he is quoted saying, I have no scientific explanation. We must accept that it's a miracle. And then Dr. Common also says, these events led me out of my strict scientific appreciation to believe that things happen for a purpose. And that's probably a good definition of a miracle. Yeah. This whole situation, I've mentioned it before, I'm not super spiritual, but this whole situation made me believe in something. Oh, because she should, she should have died. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that in any way. I'm just saying strictly from her injuries, strictly from the fact that her two blood vessels in her neck and her Uh trachea were just severed. Uh She should have died. At first, I thought she was going to pass out at some point because of blood loss. She should have. She should (laughs) have. Then I thought that she was going to start experiencing hypothermia. Because she's fucking naked. I mean, it is kind of hot outside, but she's fucking naked. Yeah. Like, yeah. so she's naked and disemboweled. Yes. And has multiple stab wounds all over her chest and her, and her stomach. <laughs> I'm telling you, abdomen. as soon as you told me I stood up and my insides were down there, I'm laying back down. No, ma'am. No, no, no ma'am. No, that ma'am. It, if we have not made it clear I enough, <laughs> no, no, ma'am. You're done. No. I'm done. I'm not fucking doing it. No. <laughs> but anyways, she should have died, but she didn't. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about that. So at this point, and mind you, she still has to go through an investigation. What the fuck? She has to relive all of this. Oh my God. So at this point, the investigation begins. I'm not sure what the titles are in South Africa, but to my understanding... He's, like, a detective. Oh. But his name is Melvin Humble. And 
and one other detective, they, they go over and they talk to Dr. Common. So Melvin knew Franz from other rape cases because this man's he's got some some a rap sheet, yeah. if you will. So he was like, "Hmm, this motherfucker's at it again." So they give, <laughs> damn it, Franz. <laughs> so they um, give Allison, mind you, who's intubated and all this right. shit. Mm-hmm. They give her um like a bunch of photos to look through. Yeah. And she's flipping through them and she points to a picture and she I believe she writes friends. Um and then she did the same with TNs. So they were like, "Okay, that works." Yeah. And then knows. they left. Yeah. So later they came back and said, mm, "The case would be stronger if she could verbalize." The two suspects. She could say, yeah, that's Franz, that's Tien's. <laughs> they severed her fucking <laughs> throat! Yeah. Anyways, anyway. so because of that, actually, the doctor, w- Dr. Kamen, he was like, mm, uh, that's a bit stressful for me, because I would have to remove her breathing tube. It would be nice for her to verbalize anything. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and... You know, removing that too early could be disruptive to her healing and jeopardize a lot. Yeah. So he was like, okay, I mean, I'll, I'll talk to her. I'll let her know everything. Yeah. So he told Allison all this and she was like, mm, yeah, let's do it. And she wrote, take it out. So he did. And then Allison said, and I quote, that's wonderful. First words. Shut the fuck up, Allison. Bitch, you're... I love you. I, I having if I haven't said it enough. Wow. She goes, Yep, that's wonderful. And then verbally confirms that's Franz that Franz and Tien's did this to her. Like the baddie she is. Yeah. Anyways, so after this they arrested Franz and listed his charges to him, including attempted murder, and he said, Oh what you mean attempted? Attempted <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, Oh yeah, yeah, she's she's alive. And he was like so then he takes a ring off of his finger, and he gives it to the detective, and he goes, that belongs to Allison. Oh, the <laughs> there's some good quotes from this detective later on, and I cannot wait to share. <laughs> wow. We, we stan Melvin Humble. Melvin. So these two, these two men, their full names are Franz Dutois and Tiens... Crier. It's spelled Kruger, mm. but the people in the video were saying Crier or Crier, so gotcha. Franz and Tiens. Gotcha. So, while Allison is, you know, recovering from the brutal attack that she survived, yeah. she's also being psychologically evaluated and prepped for the trial. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, so like five to six months after all this, she... Is, like, being re-traumatized, pretty much. All the time. And she had these injuries, these extensive injuries in, like, these private regions that she would constantly have people, like, observing yeah. and looking at and probing and ripping her hairs out and tr- tracking the healing of everything. And there's... Th- there are images of everything, if, you, if you're if you curious. Right. I'm, I personally didn't look them up, but I know they're out there. And... I just can't imagine what that would be like, but yeah, so 
that was a lot. And at some point in South African history, there was a law that stated that the victim of of an alleged crime mm-hmm. had to place a hand on the perpetrator's shoulder and stand there while the photo was taken to to say that like yes this is who i identified you know so what the fuck? i'm using she in this circumstance because in this situation it's Allison so she had to stand there and or um I'm sorry, if, if they went through with this, she would have had to stand there and place her shoulder, or her hand on her on his shoulder, be like, yeah, no, this is the man. Are you kidding me? That's so fucked up. And Melvin said, fuck no. no. That's stupid. I'm not, we're not doing that. Not. We're going to do something new. Yeah. So this is when one-way glass identification became a thing in South Africa. Wow. Yeah, so they used that. So if you don't know what that is, it's when, you know... The, the crew stands behind the glass that they cannot see and then uh, a line of perpetrators, some of them the true guys, some of them not, um, standing to see if she could identify them by numbers. So she did and she said, yep, that's friends and Tien. So the prosecution at this point is like, we got this. Mm-hmm. And the prosecutor was named Hannah Lee Backer or Baker, once again, one of those, her first name, so cute, Hannah Lee, love that. Hannah Lee, that's cute. But she said that she really, really struggled with this case, and so did the judge, Chris Jansen. They both really struggled with this, just in every way imaginable. Um, Hannah Lee said that she would go home and cry in her bathtub and wonder, like, how she was alive, because... Like I said, but like she should have not survived her injuries. Like it's just, Mm -hmm. it's a straight up miracle. And she was having a really hard time processing that Mm -hmm. as a prosecutor. And the judge um, said after the fact that he usually like tries to forget about his cases once they were done and just focus on the next one because, yeah, you know, he was a judge. Mm -hmm. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like, I I couldn't with Allison. Like I could, I could never do that. Um, so, all while this is going on, while everyone is, literally everyone and their mother is struggling. Yeah. Um, rightfully so. Franz is over here doing the fucking most. And he's in prison. And he's like, mm, I want to see a pastor. There's some demons in me. There's demons. I want to expel them. I want to see a pastor. And I'm pretty sure they have to, like, give them yeah. that option. So, they're like, okay, whatever. And then he kept quoting... Uh, Incubus and Succubus. I don't know what the fuck that means, but Mm -hmm. I guess they're two, they're two, two demons. Yeah. And he was, he was like, "Mm, these are the two, but he kept confusing them. So the police were like, you're fucking dumb, dude. You're just confusing the two. You're literally switching them around. Like you can't do that. So he just wanted to get people to believe that it was like Satanism and that it was Satan. And not, you know, him taking accountability for his own actions. No, it was the devil. Fucking ass. Right. But they're like, "Mm, no, it's not going to work. So, luckily, they were found guilty. Um, I I don't know much about the trial or anything. I, once again, South Africa, I'm not sure how it works. But sentencing came around. And the judge was persistent. And he was like, no, I want it written on their records 
that he saw them as a threat to society and never wanted them to be released from prison. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. Yeah. They should not be released from prison. So, South Africa at that point in time had deemed the death penalty unconstitutional. But uh, Judge Jansen later came out and said, Looking back, I would have probably considered the death pen- or the death sentence and probably would have imposed it had it still been a competent sentence. So he was like, I had never even given anyone life in prison. Mm-hmm. But these guys, I would have put them to death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so after all of that, Hannah Lee also came out and was like, my baby was six weeks old at that time, and that was the very first night he slept through the night was when they were sentenced and, like, put in prison. Fuck yeah. Which I think is really Even cool. the baby Even the baby up. knew. No, and she said, she was like, yeah, I think he was happy to see him in prison. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a little bit more down, downer. Uh-huh. Um, Franz's father committed suicide two years later because he was not able to deal with what his son had done. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So on August 7th, 1995, Franz was sentenced to three life, three life sentences with no parole, and Tiens was sentenced to one life term with 25 years, no parole. Um, they took into account that Franz had previous charges and Tiens did not. Gotcha. And I believe Tiens was younger. Gotcha. I want to say he was like 18 or 19. Like he oh was. Oh my god! I, that that might not be 100 percent true, but I saw I saw in one source that he was like 18 years old. And I think and friends. Was I think friends was in his early twenties. Like they were, they were young. Oh my god! When you said this, I thought that they were like older. I thought that they were like at least over the age of like twenty-seven. No, they were young. Not older, but like older than eighteen. Yeah, no, they. they wow. Yeah, they were fucked up. Um. But in October twenty fifteen, they became eligible for parole. So. When I first looked at, when I first, you know, read that, I was like, what the fuck? I thought you, you, didn't you just say no parole? But I guess after the fact, a new law was passed saying those who were imprisoned before 2004 and had served 13 years and four months could be eligible for a parole. I think it kind of went into the whole, like, life sentences Mm -hmm. are unconstitutional. Um, I don't know if they're out of prison. I don't Mm -hmm. know if they're in prison. I couldn't find anything. As of... I saw a video in March 2021, I want to say March 2021 or September 2021, that they also could not find anything saying that they were in or out of prison. So, like, let's just hope that they're still in prison. And if they're not, fuck you. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's... I'm going to kind of end it and, and end talking about those two with this quote from Melvin the detective, because he's just fucking iconic, dude. He said, and I quote, you will see, oh, let me, let me get some backstory. So this quote is coming from him saying how he handled the two of them in like bringing them in and out of the trial and everything. Mm -hmm. So he stated to them, he goes, you will see, I'm not going to handcuff you and I'm doing that for a reason. I want you to run, make my day and run. And then after the fact, he goes, I would have, without batting an eyelid, I would have shot them. I don't even hunt. I don't like hunting, so I don't like killing. But those two guys, I would have shot them. Fuck yeah. As you should. As you fucking should. They don't deserve to live. Hell no! Are you kidding? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. (laughs) So, um, just a little bit more here. 
After the trial and after her physical recovery, Allison struggled a lot um, and fell into a pretty deep depression. So she was just not having a good time, understandably. And places like these places and like universities and everything, they were like reaching out to her. They wanted to hear her story and they wanted her to speak and everything. And so it did help her feel better. So she, to this day, continues to share her story. And wow. As she should. Right. As she should. And she, I, I've seen a couple like snippets. She's, she's great. Like she is doing her damn thing. Mm -hmm. Um, in the, in the documentary that I watched, they put up at the end saying, Franz Dutois requested an interview with the filmmaker of Allison. What the fuck did he want to do? He wanted a letter of forgiveness signed from Allison. And he wanted profit shares from her book and speakings backdated. Because he believed that what he did to Allison is the only reason for her, quote, success story. They denied his requests. Thank fucking God. Yeah. So, um, ending this on a, like, a little bit of a better note. Okay. Allison miraculously gave birth to two boys. What? Yeah, she she got pregnant and gave birth twice. Not twins. Two wow. separate births. Yeah, so she has two sons. Um, and are you ready? Are you fucking ready for me to melt your goddamn soul? <laughs> Hold on. I need a second. Hold <laughs> on. The vet student, Tiens, was the assisting doctor in her son's second birth. Or her second son's birth. He he brought her son in the world. Oh my god, so amazing. I love He kept her in the world. Stop it. Stop it right now. (laughs) But yeah, so she has two sons and she's she's a wonderful mom and she's living her life. Um, And lastly, I want to end it on a quote from her because I feel like that's fair. Um, So she says, quote, you cannot always control what happens in your life, but we can always control what we do with what happens in our lives. Yeah. And to that I say, yes. Hey, fucking man. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we're going to go smoke. Yep. Respectfully. <laughs> Hi friends, this is Katie again. Um, as I was editing this, I kind of realized, or at least I, per- like, I thought that that was kind of a lot. So... I wanted to give you guys another kind of longer brain bleach in the middle before we discuss, just in case you need that. If you don't, skip forward a little bit. Yeah, but here you go. I'm going to give you two fun facts that I found on the internet that I think are funny as hell. The f- Okay, this is the first one. So, apparently, the first written instance of OMG that we know of was in a letter to Winston Churchill in 1917. I want to know the context, personally. Um, if anyone knows, let me know. And the second one, this one makes me chuckle. <laughs> Pablo Picasso, right? He carried a revolver loaded with blanks, and he would fire it at people who asked him what his work meant. That is the kind of theatrics I'm trying to live my life with. So there's a couple little history facts for your whatever day you're listening to this on. Thank you. Disclaimer. Hey, everyone. Disclaimer. Just a little disclaimer here. Um, We don't advocate the use of drugs. 
but we are both in a recreational state. We're over the age of 21. So it's legal. Let's carry on. Yep, that's it. All right. We're back. What's going on, guys? How are y'all doing? Are y'all, uh, you know. How are you holding up? Yeah, let's put that in there. We, we will be putting in some brain bleaches, so I'm yeah. sure you guys have heard a couple of those. Um, did you like them? How were they? <laughs> if you guys like them, we'll keep doing them. If you don't, let us know, and I guess we'll stop, even though I like them a lot. I like them, yeah. I think they're fun. You're not, fuck you, even if you don't, even if you don't like them, we're going to keep doing them. I like sharing my pointless tidbits mm-hmm. of information that I have. Just little bits. Um, we don't usually do this, or we haven't done this in a while, but I do want to mention, give us, give myself a shout out, because I just purchased the most incredible things for Elena and I. Um, if you have an Etsy, search mini saxophone pipe, you won't be, you won't be sad. You could smoke mini saxophone pipe. You can smoke anything. Tobacco? Lavender? Do what you want. Anything. You don't even have to smoke it, just put it up. This shit's fucking amazing. This is fucking We have mini saxophone pipes, Little babies. We love. Anyways, cheers. Hell yeah, that one was for you, Grandpa. (laughs) 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 He was a saxophone player. Anyways, so we'll just jump right into it. I do want to state... (laughs) Whoa. And Elena and I were briefly mentioning this when we were, you know, getting ourselves put together. The amount of amazing people in this story, oh yeah, just it just astounds me. We've got the vet student, we've got <coughs> the two doctors, we've got, and I'm sure all the other doctors on her team that I didn't mention. Right. Um, Allison herself, her family. Who else? Who else? Oh, D- Detective Melvin Hum- Humple. Humple. Yeah. He's my favorite. Don't tell anyone. I just really enjoyed his quote. I would have shot them. Me too. Without batting an eye. Oh yeah. I don't even like to. I don't even like to hunt. I just would have shot. I would have shot them. Absolutely, as he should. I would too. <coughs> He's like, that's it. Allegedly, that's all. Allegedly, I would have shot them. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're asking on the record, Who's no, asking? of course I wouldn't <laughs> shoot anybody off the record. <laughs> Absolutely. <coughs> So, Elena, how, how are you holding up? Because I had time to process. Yeah. I, I'm a very empathetic person, dude. The entire time I was listening to it, I was just think, I just kept thinking to myself, like, oh my god. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not lying when I say I probably would have laid back down and died. Like, I, and I'm not afraid to admit that. Yep. I know either. that about myself. I've accepted that about myself. I know that I probably... I know my limits. Right. I would not have survived that. That would have surpassed all of my limits. All Every of them. single one. Every single one of them. <coughs> I, I understand. And if you don't agree, that's fine. That's cool. Elena and I are the only people I know that are so willing to, to accept defeat. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Like, it's almost admirable. <coughs> How willing I am to just be like, well, this is what it is. Nope, this is it. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Because just, okay, you had to go through all that, right? Remember but the then you have to fucking process it. Oh my like, God. no one talks about how for 
years, years later, you're going to be in a lot of therapy. Oh, hell yeah. And a lot of, a lot of time to process. Like, how... And that's okay that it takes that long, but it still takes that long. You would never be the same. No. Oh, she did mention a part... There was so... Honestly, guys, just go fucking watch the documentary. It's short, but I just... I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, it wasn't like the... It wasn't like an Oscar-winning document. Like, it... But it was, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. And and I just... I thoroughly appreciated everything she said. Because mm-hmm. she was like... um. At one, at one point, it was a little bit theatrical, so I chuckled. But at one point, she, like, takes out this box. And she goes... This is the last bit of Allison that died that night. Because when you think about it, that's precisely what happened. Malcolm. Malcolm. Enough. Anyways, that is precisely what happened. Part of her died. Right. Really, when anything traumatic happens, that's kind of how it is. But, shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know, dude. I just... Just the fact that she, she, because that's what it is. It's a decision. She made a decision to live. Because everyone talks about like, oh, your instinct would kick in. No, bro. Not if I, not if I don't want them to. Fuck an instinct. Like, (laughs) no. Good segue though. That is a choice. Like. She did not follow her gut instinct when she could have left. She didn't want to believe, you know. Yeah. You know when I was saying that? Mm Mm-hmm. How she could have. And. That is not me being accusatory at all. I'm just saying that right. she said, I chose to believe the best in people and not the worst. Yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Follow your gut instincts, y'all. No. Always believe the worst. I'm sorry. Always believe the worst. I'm sorry, but always believe the worst. Because then what the worst, the worst that can happen if you believe the worst, you get disappointed. Yeah. But the best thing that you can happen if you believe the worst, you survive. You're prepared. Yeah. Yeah, you're prepared. <laughs> like, No. I, I don't, first of all, I don't even know how, I don't know how pain works. Oh, that's a whole separate conversation. I really, I really don't. (laughs) I think, now I'm not a medical person. Right. In the slightest. Neither of us are. Like, not at all. Went to one year of biology in college. (laughs) (laughs) My biology... Education stopped in sophomore year of high school. <laughs> One year I was a bio major in college. Hell no. That's it. That shit was impressive at the time, too. Like, you did that, yeah. you know? And I can't even... No, 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 no. But I think when you're in pain, right, you you have all these adrenaline and these... these don't, doesn't your nerves, like, don't receptors stop yeah. from feeling pain at so a certain you can point, survive? Yeah, at a certain point, it's the same thing as, like, passing out. Well, not the same thing, but... Similar? A very similar coping mechanism as your body just can't deal with it. So, I don't. <laughs> like, I will yeah. simply not. Like Yeah, literally. And I'm telling you, I... First of all, if I was experiencing any of that, uh-huh. I would have been asleep. I'm not, I'm not conscious for it. No. I will knock myself unconscious. I'm not dealing with it. I'm done. And, shit, I just, that's probably what I would have done. If I was in her situation, I would have just gone to sleep. I would have been like, nope. Yeah. And, and, no. And if you are sitting there and you're like, no, I would have made that choice to live. That's amazing. You do that. And Allison, no, you, and you, you did that. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. And it makes me, like, I'm just speechless about it. Like, I can't. 
I'm telling you, I can't imagine that because I literally can't imagine that. No. I cannot imagine that situation happening to me and then choosing mm-hmm. to live. My brain doesn't go there. Like, it just, it stops. And I, th- and this might be a hot take, but I think it's down to, like, who you are as a person. It, it is. Because, like, she, she was also one of those people that were like, I don't want my mom to know the details. She's not mm-hmm. ready for that. You know? Mm-hmm. Bitch. Are you kidding me? I just, it speaks so, it's so highly of just everything about her, I think, personally. Yeah. That you, you do have to be a certain type of person to be able to go through that and then to be able to make that decision. And then to like, I don't want to say profit off that decision because that's not necessarily what I mean, but like, she's, she's sharing her story. She's not just hiding in it, you know? She's, she's. She's killing it, is what she's doing. That's probably how she healed. Yeah. That's probably what helped her heal. And that's amazing. Yeah. I, yeah, I I honestly don't have any words about it. I just truly can't, I don't think I'd be in that position. I think I would have (laughs) died. Me too. (laughs) I don't know. I feel, I feel like, because there's always this, we know this. I always put myself in that position, and I just, I couldn't this time. I was like, I would have not done that. I would have not done that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, just, I feel like there needs, I need to just process everything as it is. Mm-hmm. So, she has to deal with the fact that two people sexually assaulted her. Right. Okay. Then, tried to kill her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Left her for dead. Yep. Okay. And then all that, right? That's already a lot. And then she's like, oh, shit. (laughs) My my organs. (laughs) Oh, no. And then she's like, fuck! My my (laughs) neck! (laughs) And then she's like, well, fuck. I mean, I made this choice. I gotta do it. You know? Yeah. Got it. Got it. Gotta keep going. She's like, motherfucker. She's like, I can't go back now. Yeah, right, like, I can't. I already made that choice. She's like, it would, it would be worse to lay back down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm already up. Yeah. So, so she then gets to the road and then thinks she's going to get hit by a car. Damn it. And then she has to just, she has to go through medical attention, which uh-huh. can be traumatic. Yeah. Because... That's a lot. Especially where her injuries were. Right. And then prolonging that, and, oh, God, this is another detail, but it's, like, when her external wounds were healing, they had to scrape that shit to get it to heal, and, because they had skin grafts and everything like that. Like, it, she said the pain was just so, like, unbearable. Oh, yeah. Like, she, and, once again, I cannot imagine. So she then had to go through that. Then had to go through the psychological trauma. Uh-huh. Then had to go through the trauma of a trial and d- visually seeing and pointing out these disgusting nasties, you know? Yeah. She had, and then was like, mm. and then had to listen to their fucking lies about being a demon. Oh. Like it didn't stop. It never stopped. She seems like a good person. But as soon as I heard that that motherfucker wanted me to give him 
any percentage of anything I earned. I hold my earrings myself. (laughs) (laughs) Hold me back. Are you fucking joking? No. I feel like that's one of those things where, like, if I was in that situation, it would be, you know, when you're so angry that you just laugh. Yeah. Like you're fucking kidding me, right? (laughs) No. No. I would have shot him. (laughs) Right there. Right there. I want you to run. I'm not handcuffing you, so you will run. Yeah. Please. You should. Make my day, is what he said. Make my day. Mm-hmm. Damn. Wow. Dude, and you think about it, like, police officers and detectives, they see, like, fuck up people, right? Oh, yeah. And he was like, I would have killed them. <laughs> Without even thinking about it. Yeah. Like, he didn't say that word for word, but yeah. y'all know. Y'all mm-hmm. know. And he knows, too. Yeah. That's precisely what he meant. Yeah. And I'm sure he... You don't just say that, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And he's thought about it, too, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Because, like, when he recorded that and was saying that, he... It was, like, during the documentary. So years and years and years later. So he was like, you know, I definitely would have done that. Are you kidding? Of course he would have. I would have. Oh, yeah. No, sir. I just, I didn't really look into much of their lives Mm -hmm. at all, um, aside from friends having a wife and a baby, but honestly, that's the only thing that they've mentioned. And I feel bad for her. Oh, God. And the baby. I always feel bad for children of disgusting people, because it's like, they didn't do it, you know? They did not. They did not. I don't know. For his dad, too. That was sad. That one was hard. Because, like, think about it. When when stuff like this happens, it's like every lives of every single person are affected. Yeah. Even of the perpetrator. Like, we don't ever think about it, but... Yeah, and I don't want to get hate for this. I don't want to hear a goddamn word. Right. But they lost someone, too, you know? Like, they're like... And if, if, if it's not, like, a even more fucked up situation where they're, like, covering for them, you know? Like, if they're, if they're good parents and good people, Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, fuck. They just... I just lost my son. Yeah. I, he's not my son anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, he... Francis' father committed suicide because of what his son did. Straight up. Yeah. Like, that is so sad. So many lives. And it's just unfortunate. Especially because it's, like... For what? You know? For no fucking reason. Oh! I didn't even tell you a bad part again. This is another one of those things where I just didn't share. Um, I guess, I don't know which one of them said this, but you know how friends said the thing about the ring? Yeah. So, like, clearly he was just popping off and having attitude for no fucking reason, because he's a toddler. Anyways, uh-huh. um, he was also, like, if it, if it was him, if it wasn't, it might have been teens. Either way, fucked. But they were, like, no, it's a good thing you arrested us today, because we were actually gonna go out tonight and throw, and do the same thing and throw, but throw off a bridge so we could get caught this time. Like, just completely callous, no remorse whatsoever. Like, oh, bro. No. The investigating, like, officers and the prosecutors and everyone, they were like, honestly, that was part of the whole reason why it was so, so, so hard, was just the complete callousness. Mm-hmm. They did not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. 
it's just, it's so hard to believe that there are people like that. Like there are, and it's scary. Yeah. And the scariest part is, to that extent, they're not that common, but there are people out there that don't understand emotions. You know, do you know what I mean? Like there are, I'm not saying that people, there's a lot of people like friends who would do everything like that, but there's a lot of people that feel like friends, I'm sure. Yeah. But don't act on it. Right. Oh, there are, there are probably a lot, a lot of people. There are a ton of fucking people who think like him. Oh yeah. But there are only so many people who act on it and act on it multiple times. Yeah. Or come forward with it. Because it's like, do you remember in the necrophilia episode when I was talking about, like, they don't know, like, the percentage of people? Mm-hmm. Because, like, who's going to come forward with that? Exactly. For, like, a study, you know? Exactly. You 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 don't. You don't. You no. just, you come across it when you come across it. Uh-huh. And it's, like, same thing with this. No one's going to be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's scary. There's probably much more than we could even imagine. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't like that thought. Anyways. <laughs> oh, sir. Sometimes I just have to stop myself before I just keep going. <laughs> and especially two people meeting up. Bro, that is something I always think of. Like, when you... I don't know their backstory. Yeah. But, like, you hear stories of people where it's, they just happen across each other. Like, in a party. And they're like, you know what I want to do? Are you thinking? Are you thinking? Like, are you... Are you joking? How, what... I want to be, and I, I want to be an outlier in that situation. I want to be yeah. like, the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, I would I love see that. to be in a room where, like... Like, at a party or something? Where, like, that topic occurs, and it's, like, serious, and I'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Because someone needs to fucking tell them. Where do you meet each other? How does this happen? Like... Especially, like, in 1994 when there was no internet. Right. Or like, very what? limited internet. Yeah, but, like, you're not, there's not. I mean, like, there's, like, chat rooms and stuff, but, like, not Facebook. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you can't, you can't join a subreddit. Like, <laughs> you can't find someone from across the world, you know? But it's, like. Like, now it's probably much easier. Oh, yeah. Well, look at the fucking, um, the whole, like, dark side of the internet mm-hmm. that you, like, can't get to unless you know how to get to it. I love the dark web. I was actually thinking of doing an episode on the dark web. Bitch, I'm like gonna a need, spook sesh. I'm gonna need your. I'm gonna need you to tell me that prior because I will need to prepare myself because I will have panic attacks. <laughs> really, you don't like it? That just stresses me out. Okay, well we'll make it a spook sesh. We'll make it a short one. Oh my god, it's so scary. It's it so scary. scary. I, my eyes are blinking a lot because I'm like having a hard time <laughs> processing. That shit is terrifying. Yeah, that's that's that is the true spooky. <laughs> that, that's not. No, that's true spooks. <laughs> OG spooks-ish. <laughs> but for real, like, what is that conversation like? Like, oh, do, do you... Do, so, hypothetically, would you want to, you know, steal this girl's car and stab her a bunch? Like, what? Do you want to do these horribly fucked up things with me? And then do it again? <laughs> After? Yeah. What do you and think they do afterward? They go to McDonald's. They go to McFuck they go to fucking McDonald's. They yeah. get food. And if they don't get food, I don't believe you. They're men. They'll probably get food. Let's just take it back from like a completely consensual um 
let's put it in a consensual perspective. I don't know about you, Elena, but I don't want to watch someone have sex with someone and then have sex with them right after. I don't want to watch someone fuck someone else. And then fuck that same person? Exactly. Right after? No. Even if the situation was completely consensual, right, that's what I'm you're saying. right. Like, com- we're completely... If everyone is on the agreeing. same page. I don't that. That sounds... No. That that sounds fucking that awful. That sounds undesirable at the very least. Not king shaming. <laughs> no. Yeah, if that's, if that's what you want to do, or if that Go sounds you know, nice in a consensual setting, that's fine. Personally, I agree with Katie on this one. I don't think that that's very appealing. (laughs) At that point, a threesome. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm not going to stand outside of the car. Exactly. You're out of your fucking mind. That's weird. That is weird. Standing outside. Knocking on the window. That's fuck out of here. That was horrible. No. And also, I'm going to say this. She survived because she was a woman. Don't. That's why. Women just have a different. What's what's the what's the anti? What's the opposite of misogynistic? Feminist. I hate man. <laughs> oh. I thought about it in a different way. <laughs> no. I said feminism. Like instead of <laughs> instead of hating. Hating women? Instead of hating women, hating men. Okay. Whatever that is. I'm sorry sorry if that sounded that way. But (laughs) it did not mean to. I'm just saying, I feel like that is a very specific strength. And I feel like a lot of women have that. I feel like Miss Andre. Miss Andre. Miss Andre. I'm sorry if that sounded Miss Andronistic. Sorry if we're man haters. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do, though. I agree with you. I feel like there's a... Women, I, j- honestly, I... I, I <laughs> that's a lot of thoughts. <laughs> honestly, women are just built different, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, like our pain tolerances are just naturally higher. Mm-hmm. That alone. Always. But it's like, I don't know. I want to see a man... Let me rephrase. Mm-hmm. I want to see a cisgendered man go through childbirth. Just once. That alone. That'll be nice. Just, just see. Just want to see what you experience. I, no, no, no. Nay, nay. Nay, nay. Just go through a period. Just once. One month. One cycle. I know a very specific man <laughs> that I want to go through one of my periods. Because, sorry, if this is, you might cut this out, but my periods get very bad. Mm-hmm. So, that would be very nice. A very specific man to go through just one period. Is it? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay, enough said. That, Me but too. don't tell him what he's going through. No, don't warn him. You make it. I want him to think he's dying. I want him to be wearing, like, light gray joggers. Nah, bro, he's gotta be wearing the white jeans. The white <laughs> The white denim shorts. <laughs> Khakis. <laughs> oh, oh my god. You know who I think would be funny? Huh. Kanye. Can you imagine him? He would write so many songs about it. No, but it's also like the full cycle. I don't want you to just bleed out of your penis. No, yeah. I want you to feel feel everything. Uh-huh. I want you to to get the incredibly intense mood swings. Your nips have to hurt, too. Oh, yeah. Your nips gotta hurt. 
<laughs> the whole the whole booby. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. This also might be personal. Katie, you might want to cut this out. <laughs> but I go through such bad mood swings. Mm-hmm. Like, such... Like, honestly, every single time I'm like, hmm, have I been taking my medicine? And I'm like, oh, no, I have. This is just my life. Now. This is just me. This is just me. Yeah. Two weeks before. Just who I am. Yeah, but then sometimes it doesn't come later, and I'm like, oh, damn, I'm really just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, that's just me. <laughs> huh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but for real. Just once. It would be nice. Just once. Yeah. And then go through all this. Al- you know that song? I am woman, I am sexy, I am yeah. divine. Yeah. Allison, especially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just the fact that she gave birth, bro. Twice afterward. Two yes. separate times. Yes. When and, they like, said, and she said that she had like perfectly healthy pregnancies. Like wow. no complications at all. Wow. She was, a, she was worried about the stitching uh-huh. and her scars. Because yeah. stretching. Yeah. And she's like, no, I love, she's like, I love being pregnant. Wow. And I'm like, oh, I'm happy for you. Especially, you know. That's so nice. Yeah. How she had, like, a happy ending to it. I, I'm pretty sure she didn't, like, have a hard time getting pregnant either. Mm. Because that was one thing they said, that she wouldn't be able to have kids. Yeah. Dude. Hades. <laughs> Two boys. Their names are out there. I did not put them in. I mm-hmm. just didn't. Yeah. No. I think they're little. Like, young, too. Yeah. But young enough to have, like, that autonomy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else I want to address. I don't know if there's anything. I just think Allison's incredible. I think, yeah. This was, a, this was a good one. This was a lot, but this was a good one. Yeah, I'm not a huge, like inspirational story type like I just I don't know it's not not always my thing especially if it's about a man <laughs> but like I don't know this one's different I heard this and I literally I heard this case like Monday today's Friday <laughs> I did I did all that research like I was just hooked on it for the last week I've been like no this is it it's awesome I love cases like that So, uh, Franz and Tians, fuck you. I hope you die in prison. I hope they never let you out. And I hope you got what you deserve. Mm-hmm. I hope every time you walk out of the shower, you slip. Just a little- <laughs> Not all the way. <laughs> Just a little bit? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> That's the worst, and then yeah. I, I hope people see you do that. Uh-huh. I hope you forget your towel. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to, like, hold everything yeah. in place. <laughs> Ugh. And Tien's, I, I hope you don't get a blanket in prison. I hope you always get mystery meat on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you always get the worst lunches and dinners and, and breakfasts. And the smallest amount. Too. Mm-hmm. Damn, your cornbread's bigger than mine. I hope you know? the kitchen guys always spit in your food. Allison, you're different. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the car in front of you always pays for your drinks. L- yes. Yeah. 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 Mm, that's a whole separate hot take I'm not taking on right now. <laughs> Anyways. 
every time you buy something on Amazon or wherever you buy something, I hope it fits perfectly. I just wish everything the best for you. I don't have anything to say. I can't think of one. I can't think of. I can't think of any. I'm any, still thinking any, of prison any, ones. Dude, I know. <laughs> Whatever you like and enjoy, Allison. I hope it comes to you. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So you got this, girl. I hope your fries are always crispy. Mm. Yeah. I hope you see all the angel numbers. Yep. All the time. All the time. I hope every light is green when you're pulling up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Yep. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> That's, That's the, the one. one. I hope every light is green. Mm. That just made my night. <laughs> Anyways. Um... Again, contact information. Maybe I should say it this time. I haven't said it in a long time. Our email is thesmokinggunpod, no cast, at gmail.com. Our Instagram and our TikTok is thesmokinggunpodcast. Yeah? Yes. And our Twitter is smokinggunpod. LD, no cast. I'm looking at our Instagram, and there's a lot of people that, like, I know. There's a lot of you guys I don't know. Yeah, you guys are sick. So if you follow us. Let us know. Yeah. Send us send us stuff. Not like stuff stuff, like suggestions. Yeah, we don't have any snacks. To send us yet. And like uh, Maybe once we get big though, you can send us snacks. <clears throat> yeah, fuck from Especially around the world. A different country. Hell I'm yeah. allergic to peanuts. But that, anything else. I am not allergic to peanuts and I won't eat them in front of her. Mm-hmm. But you can share just, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Malcolm likes peanut butter, too, guys. Yeah. Just saying. Anyways, yeah, you can reach us there. And, uh, yeah, we love you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry I made you sad. <laughs> that, that was a fucking downer. But it's okay. It ended nicely, I think. Yeah. Just ended did. with fuck friends and TNs, and we love you, Allison. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Say bye. Love you. Say bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>